Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. My name is Olivia. And I Hi, am Olivia. an entrepreneur. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am an entrepreneur, a brand builder, and a content creator. And to my right is Lisa Brosser. Hi. Hi, Lisa. I'm- Hi, Olivia. How <laughs> you, are you? You respond nicer, so I sound mean. <laughs> Hi, baby. How Ew. are you doing? It's called manipulation. <laughs> I'm a pro at that. You should know that. <laughs> okay I go to therapy for that hi I'm Lisa I'm a mom and a wife and um my current obsession ew dead air I was gonna write it down you forgot I was literally writing it down it's funny because you always have at least 13 or you have none there's no in between (laughs) you never just have one current obsession Your nails, your Maverick's birthday. That's what it was. Gosh, I knew it. Um, not a bad way. Uh, oh no. Oh, I do, I do have multiple. <laughs> I'm literally about to like fall off my bed and land on my head on purpose. Okay, do it. Um, <laughs> okay, Maverick's turning one. Woohoo! We made it to one, everybody. We made it. Now, please, for the love this? of all that is holy, do not get pregnant. I'm really trying not to. Please. Like, really, really, Your pelvic floor really is just hard. now bounced back, okay? It's still not. I pushed a box the other day with my foot, and it hurt. I pushed a box with my vagina the other day. <laughs> with really my hurt. vagina? No, like, literally, that's that's how, um, like, finicky it is. Because, like, it uses those muscles, which you would never know if you're healthy. On my P-Volve app, they've come out with a ton of postpartum pelvic floor exercises that are from somebody who is postpartum. So I'm technically not supposed to do a lot of like exercise. It's not stuff. like exercise. It's more like slow movement type of to oh, build um, your okay, pelvic floor yeah. up. And it's for people that have had issues or mm. problems. You should just try it once and see if, well, it, if it helps. Well, I'm actually seeing a physical therapist who specializes in um, it's uh, like pubic bone work. Mm-hmm. Um, and pubes. <laughs> excuse me, I just thought you were going to say pubes the whole time. <laughs> he pubic work. He. I'm going to get a Brazilian. <laughs> He specializes in <laughs> just a nice little Ew. trim. Who is he? Let's tell everybody. Right, a little high uh, recognition. You. <laughs> it would have been funnier You're if you one. said it super serious. Like he he specializes in pubic work. <laughs> in, in pubic work, I can't even do that. Um. <laughs> I was just going to shout them out for the real thing, but now I'm not because everyone's going to be like, wait, so I called them to get my vajazzle <laughs> and my they don't do that. Done. Um, 
in high school we would joke around all the time that we would do it and we're like for what though <laughs> that's that's oh, disgusting gosh. okay anyways so um, you've been going to so to help i'm going to um going I, to. I set it up it was actually like it must be the lord i'm hoping it's the lord because I'm hoping some mir- miracle work is going to work out. about the Lord after that conversation. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get serious here. Um, I ended up sitting. Are you crying? No, I was. So <laughs> no, my eyes are watering, but I have oil on my face. So there's oil oh, in my eyes. And so I'm having oh, a moment. That's the worst. I'm currently blind. Keep going. That reminds me of what my silver lining is. Ew, this episode. Keep going. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, the Lord. So I was sitting next to this couple. I just can't look at <laughs> I just, I can't do this serious conversation after talking about vajazzling. <laughs> I'm trying not to look at you, but you're just like laughing so hard, fixing your eye. <laughs> because I literally, I can't see. I'm actually blind. Here, if I close my eyes, I can't see you anyway. Okay, I'm going to look the other way. So... <laughs> speaking of the lord um we sit next to this couple and they so weird they own um a physical therapy clinic and um his wife was sitting next to him and he was like oh we, we were just talking about like postpartum stuff so we were talking about the boys and he was like, well, if you would be interested, we would love to have you come in only if you'd like to. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Work on my pubic bone. Where do you want to stick your hand? <laughs> I don't care at this point. He like he specializes in this thing mm-hmm. called like mobilization mm-hmm. where it's like less manipulation and more focus on small areas. And so it's almost like a vibration oh, interesting. movement. And he said it's like cured people in front of him. Yeah. And so he's yeah, like, it's, it's Holy Spirit work for sure. So I'm like, okay, fix me. I started crying. I'm like, if, if you could actually fix me, like... I wouldn't be afraid of getting pregnant again. Mm-hmm. And then we just need someone to fix my boobs, you know, and then and then I'll have kids. Yeah. So anyways, um, Maverick's birthday. Yeah, his his first birthday. <laughs> his first birthday. Not going to get pregnant for a very long time. Thank you. We're very excited for his birthday. Twinkle, twinkle, little star theme. But Don't done. sing it? But like, well, like really well. Rid- like no. really well done. No. Like guitar and everything. Um Don't say I didn't ever offer. Okay. And then my other current obsession. Yeah. You can sing it to Bear. That's his favorite song. Okay. Um my other current obsession is we're first in line for a house. Yes. We're not going to celebrate until it happens. Yes. That is my rule of thumb with everything. Yeah. You are very neutral. And you're like, all right, that's fine. Yep. And then I know, it happens we're excited. and then you pee. Your yes. inspection is tomorrow. Well, this will come out when we do the inspection by that point. Um, so we're going to see what needs to be done, what we can do. But it is very exciting. Yeah. Finally. Finally, guys. You've I'm first in line for your me. house as well. So that's exciting. For my house. To live there for free. Mm-hmm. With Krista. Yeah. But she For pays free. the rent. But, oh, okay. But you guys I'm just the there as a permanent sleepover. Oh, okay. I'll talk to her about that. Have fun, Krista. 
Yeah, my schedule. That would people being subject to my routine would be truly awful for I everyone. I kind of am subject to your routine. What's your current obsession? I make it happen when I Stink need eye? to make it happen. Uh, what? What's your current obsession? What did you say? Stink eye. Stink eye. Oh, give me the stink eye. Oh, um. Okay, so originally my current obsession was water. I saw that because I just I love water. See, you're reaching for water right now. Water. It's like oh, it hurts my stomach. Oh right. Um, I love water, and I love that you can drink as much of it as you want without it being unhealthy. I mean, unless you like drown, but I'm not talking about that. I'm more just saying like you can have as much water as you want and it's good for you. That's so fun. But that brings me into my second thing, which was very interesting, which I think you would find interesting. Well, you would, you hate swimming, but you I don't hate swimming. Water. I would just rather not swim in front of people. Oh. I actually really, really like swimming like oh. a lot. And if I had a pool, I would go swimming every day and I would work out swimming oh, after like in the summer. That's my dream. I know. Whenever I go like on my this house, that yeah. would be so nice. Whenever I go on my walks in the summer, I walk by so many pools and it's like 100 degrees and I look at it and I'm like, oh, it'd be so nice to jump into a pool and like work out because they say water working out is the best thing you could ever do for Mm -hmm. yourself because it's easy on your joints. But anyway, I do love swimming. Um, I don't like swimming or being in front of a bathing suit in front of people. I just don't. It's just that is how it is. And I would just rather not end up buying any swimsuits. No, Mm. no. I don't even know where I would wear them this summer. I'm going to be so busy this summer. Like... I'm not gonna have a lot of time. My Maybe. Pool. Do you wait? Is there a pool in the at the house? I thought you said you didn't want a pool at all because of the kids. Uh, no, it's a part of the um, community. Oh right, I would swim with you, Great. just not at like big gatherings when there's right. like a ton of people there that yeah. I don't really know. Like uh-huh. I don't want to be half naked in front of a bunch of people I don't know. Like that's just not my thing. But um. So that leads me into, so Arturo and I, I don't know if I've told you this, but we kind of ran, we're running out of movies to watch. So we decided to do kind of like March Madness. I told mm-hmm. you about this. So for, we have brackets of every actor that we kind of put together that seem like they can compete. And it's been really fun because we started with Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. And we're watching all these old classics that everyone knows about, but I've just never seen. Whoa, like so, what? Like L.A. Story. I would think I was telling you about this with Steve Martin or Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. Oh, my gosh. Such a funny movie. And I've never seen it. one of my parents' favorite movies. Right. So um, it's been really fun to see a bunch of just like old cult classic movies that I haven't seen before. So we were going to go to Anne Hathaway next. And her highest rated movie is Dark Waters. So we started watching it. Turns out Mark Ruffalo is like the main actor. So we're just making a bracket for him. But have you seen it? Mm -mm. It is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Really? It got like 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, but they didn't make a ton of money. But it was about... Wait, why? Is this recent? Um, Yeah. Like 2019? Um, No. Never mind. Nope. So it's based... I mean, long story short, it's based on a true story and it's about Teflon. The whole thing with Teflon and pans and how people didn't know that it was bad to do it. And this lawyer, and this isn't spoiler because it shows it in the trailer, but the this big time like lawyer in Cincinnati, he meets up with this farmer who comes to see him and says like, all of my cows are dying. And the lawyer is just like, okay, 
goes there and 190 of his cows died and their teeth turned black and they got tumors all over their bodies all this stuff so then of course you come to find out all of these things about how this huge chemical company dumped it in the water and it was infecting the whole town this is a true story and he this guy this lawyer spent 13 years of his life um, helping them and getting a settlement and he got almost he got a settlement for almost every person and he's still working on it to this day what? because the big like huge company kept fighting back and oh all of this stuff gosh, but why money oh, because they were greed. they were billionaires and um the farmer ended up dying he ended up getting it and all of this stuff oh, but it was honestly I can't do that no it's really not it's sad but it's so well done and so informational and it really makes you think about like what's in your house and what chemicals are around you and like to really be smart about things um but the film it was just shot like so beautifully in the colors and the acting so highly highly recommend okay question yeah so what were what was your big biggest takeaway of like something you'll change um I think just reading the back of chemicals like I read the back of food Hmm, interesting because I read food a lot because it's going in your body but so are chemicals and so and yeah there was like a lot of statistics about how this certain chemical is in almost every person on the planet because it was so you know like highly produced and everything so Yeah, I think just trying to be more natural about things Mm. and like, you know, you can use like lemon and like you can use things to clean, but we get Clorox and we get pine saw and we get all of these things. And I'm not saying they're going to give you cancer because this when they were drinking it. So it's different. In high doses. Well, actually, the the thing that it was in, it's called CA and it's PFOA. And Teflon is now PFOA free, but only since 2013. What's PFOA? PFOA is apparently, it's this chemical compound also known as C8. And if you have one drop of C8 in one billion gallons of water, it's still toxic. And they had 250 parts in it. What? Yeah. So please like watch it. Like it, it is sad, but it's not That's like insane. that. It is, it is such a good movie highly recommend and i will keep everyone updated on my movie bracket because it's going to take like two years and we're going to see who the victor the main actor and actress will be out of all of these great yeah. and i've watched hunger games and twilight most recently mm. for 15th or more time i love hunger games love love yeah love those anyway um should we get to the silver lining of the week yeah sure okay so distracted i know Um, we're only 17 minutes in. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I had something stuck in my eye the other day. <laughs> Hold on. You know, you get something stuck in your eye mm-hmm. and you go up to the mirror. You like look underneath your eyelid and you're you can't like. see anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so you like cry, use some drops. Usually comes out pretty I've never used any drops in my eye. Never even have. See? Sometimes you never even have to do that. Mm-hmm. I used so much eye solution the other day because mm-hmm. something was stuck in my eye. I thought it was in my eyelid. Zav looked at my eyelid. I looked at my eyelid. Couldn't feel anything. The scratched? It was scratching so bad mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like going to bed and my eye kept like moving because I was trying to fall asleep. Mm-hmm um underneath my eyelid and it 
hurt so bad Mm -hmm. and I was so distracted by it. I couldn't fall asleep. I'm like, Zav, please help me. Let's go in the bathroom. Get your phone flashlight. Look in my eye. It wasn't in my either of my upper or lower eyelids. It was like in legitimately the middle of my eye and we couldn't figure out because I would like move along my eyelid and see if it was scratchy and it wasn't until I closed my eye. So it's, oh. it was literally like my iris. Weird. And so I was freaked out by that and I had no, he couldn't see anything. I was blind from him like shining lights in my eye Uh we used tons of eye drops for the first time ever i was so desperate Mm. i hate water in my eyes i had legit the water faucet in my eye and i'm like blinking and opening my eye for like minutes at a time would not come out i (laughs) at that point was like i have to take a sleeping pill because i'm not going to be able to fall asleep Mm -hmm. luckily i fell asleep that night yesterday i woke up still in my eye it was so freaky. Luckily, um, the irritation went down, so it didn't hurt as much. And I forgot about it until like halfway through the day, and it was just gone. Weird. I finally realized. I was like, mm. it's just not there. I wish I knew Weird. what it was. Weird. I feel like that always happens. It only happens when I'm wearing makeup, because anytime I can just rub my eye and it comes out. But it always is because I use Q-tips and it's always those tiny yeah. little fuzzies and then they get on your eye and you can't see them and it's the worst. Yeah. That's and weird, that's what though. I was hoping. Yeah. Like usually like you look on the side of your eye or like you open it a little and you can see like the thread or whatever it is. Yeah. Interesting. No. Um, so that's, it came out. That's the silver <laughs> lining is you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this week... I have learned more about you. Okay. Oh, no. So I was watching Amazing Race. Okay. And they went to Romania. Oh. And I've never seen <laughs> Romania. And they had to do a challenge and they could pick because it was, a, um, they can pick between two tasks for one of them. And one of them was, um, it had to do with Vladimir the Impaler, like we talked about in our Halloween episode. They mm-hmm. had to go to like the woods in Romania and pull a... A coffin down and then unlock it and then pick out things and then they had to put it on a stake and it would be like fake blood would come out until they found the clue oh. the other one was um carrying a bunch of stuff for gypsies and they were real gypsies mm-hmm. and i have never i mean why would i know what gypsies are but you've just talked to me about them and this isn't meant to be politically incorrect that's just what they called them whatever mm-hmm. And there was just, like, a ton of Romanian gypsies all around. And I finally understood more. I'm not being negative. But I just understood more about what you talk about when you talk about Romania. Because I could see it in front of me. And I, like, connected so many dots that they don't look like Esmeralda from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, I always thought. (laughs) Well, kind of. (laughs) Just more. They kind of reminded me more of, like the people in ashland like vagabonds like roaming around they're like travelers Uh yes dressed very eclectically maybe maybe don't look the cleanest missing teeth type of thing Mm -hmm. but it just was like oh it's not like a homeless thing it's like a yeah traveling thing so i just i learned yeah they do travel a lot yeah i forget have you been to romania Uh uh-huh twice okay do you like it there um nope okay 
parts it of it seemed it seemed like parts it of it were beautiful and parts of it were pretty sad oh well romania itself is very beautiful it oh it's yeah very similar to like austria yes um and a lot of oregon is similar to mm-hmm. parts of romania um temperature wise it's a little different because it gets cold there yeah i think it was snowing there when they were there yeah my parents talk about like winters where it would get like six feet of snow Mm -hmm. like insane um but otherwise temperature it's like pretty similar Mm -hmm. and yeah it's a really beautiful country but yeah unfortunately communism screwed it all up there was a lot of before that it was known as like the second paris like yeah um the middle of romania Mm -hmm. bucharest yeah they were saying there, it like without the bucharest oh yeah <laughs> um yeah it was like known there was a train that went straight from bucharest to paris and they were known as like the fashion capitals of interesting yeah yeah you could tell a lot yeah. of it was really pretty but then there would be like huge sculptures of just like dictators <laughs> and yeah. you're like ooh. and then like one of the challenges they had to build shutters to put on someone's house so there was all these neighborhoods yeah and it seemed very like um, yeah a lot of romania yeah. has been destroyed yeah that's kind of what it seemed like but this was also like 10 years ago like the one i'm watching now but anyway it just made me uh it when you see it like visually see it i can see more of like what your dad story is or like where they came from Mm -hmm. and it was like a very interesting because i've been to austria or close to it like on the border of it and it looks a lot like that so Mm -hmm. anyway yeah i thought you were gonna be like so i saw romania and i pity you (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i get it now no not at all and then i was like oh gypsy so now you think you know me no we're not gypsies. not at all i just don't even the normal like american doesn't know what gypsy like i don't know what that oh, means no. when someone says oh it's like a gypsy and thing. it's it's entirely own culture there is this tv show i used to love to watch i still would if i knew where to find it uh, my big fat america or my big fat gypsy wedding funny so good mm. and it's uh I, this one took place in britain so funny it's seriously so funny but you get to understand a lot of the gypsy culture Mm -hmm. because it's so different i mean i i don't even understand gypsy culture but a lot of gypsies come from romania yeah that makes sense yeah Hmm. well that's cool yeah um okay so today (laughs) we are going to talk about because we kind of talked about in the last episode um everything that happened with Khloe Kardashian and for those that don't know um Khloe's grandmother posted an unedited photo of her in a bathing suit and posted it on I think her Instagram or something apparently which I guess isn't a surprise but like the Kardashians and the Jenners I think they get like they vet everything that goes out so they like have a natural process I'm sure of like what can be posted just so that they make sure that their image isn't tainted or whatever which that within itself is just ridiculous. But anyway, Chloe got really obsessed or upset, met with her lawyers and had like a cease and assist of every single photo. And if anybody posted, they got in trouble, which is funny because I've been seeing it everywhere. Um, and then she released this whole statement and showing videos of her body about how her body didn't look like that. And apparently she was being shamed, even though I think if if anyone's interested, they can Google it. But I think she looked great. She looked like a normal human being, like unlike all of them. Like when you go on their Instagrams, you feel like the most inadequate person ever. But when I saw that photo, I'm like, you're just a normal girl and you look great. 
but she took it very terribly. Well, so even even then, she doesn't look n- normal. Oh no, she still has a ton of work done. But I'm saying the color <laughs> of her skin and the texture of her skin. Oh right, she just looks like a person. Like she doesn't look like this this doll that's been face tuned a bunch, like they all do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we thought we would kind of talk about branching off of that, like how we're affected by social media or honestly people like the Kardashians and maybe why we understand like from a certain perspective why she ended up posting what she did. Um, but yeah, did you have her caption you wanted to read for it right now? It's on the video. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's long. (laughs) I know it's really long. Maybe just like do a synopsis of it um so pretty much okay so she posted uh well she went live on ig and she was showing her body um and was like this is it untouched she's like lowering her pants like Mm -hmm. showing off her stomach and her back and her butt and Mm -hmm. everything and she's just like this is like actually who I am like proving everyone wrong kind of Mm -hmm. flexing in good lighting yeah and and that's I think kind of like my biggest issue with it is like well you can still put it at a certain angle and you um wear the right thing have it in a lighting that you're comfortable with here's the thing I understand that I don't understand I don't understand her position and I don't understand being like through all of that ridicule and that's what she talks about um in truth this is what she says in truth the pressure constant ridicule and judgment my entire life to be perfect and meet other standards of how I should look have been too much to bear Chloe's the quote unquote. Chloe's the fast sister, quote unquote. Chloe's the ugly sister. Um, I get that she wasn't first of all comfortable with her body, and then she's being compared to her siblings all the time. But I think a really good point that you brought up is rather than saying like I'm going to be working on myself more and then showing off her body like no trust me my body is really hot it is really nice it doesn't look like that Mm -hmm. that's not true that is her body that's her body and that's that's the issue that I had with it she could have took that photo put it up on her own feed which is what Jackie Schimmel said. She's like, I would have really? beat everybody to it and exactly. I would have posted it. Yeah. And if I saw everyone talking about it, I'm like, oh, I'll post it first. Okay. Yeah. First of all, that's really good on your own part. Just thinking of it as far as like, hey, don't go to other sources. Come to me. Right. And um, so it's not like, oh my gosh, this taboo thing. When you make something not taboo and you bring it out in the open, less people are going to talk about it. It's going to be less weird um, and it's going to be less awkward where I feel like the way she went about it made me feel uncomfortable, honestly. And it made me feel like, okay, well, yes, you worked so hard on your body. That is so true. She's worked out like crazy, but she has gotten a lot of work done too. Oh, like a lot of lipo and things that, yeah. that is what makes it hard. And 
the way to not go about it, in my opinion, is to say, I worked really hard for my body and that's it. Yeah. And, and honestly, if she would have said, whoops, unflattering photo, ha ha, thanks grandma. Like if that's just what it would have been, because I think a lot of things that I've been seeing, which is so true is like, she, she is playing the victim role. Mm -hmm. And when you play the victim role, I mean, I have a hard time with it almost always, but in this sense, playing the victim of now we need to feel bad for you, which honestly, that's not going to fly for most people who literally can hardly afford to buy food for their children. So like if you're going to go down that route, it's like we're not going to feel bad for you. But also you and your family have set up a, a system and like beauty standards that are unrealistic that make us think we have to do it and now you want us to feel bad for you and you want to tell us that this is what happens when you just work hard on your body that's not true right because working hard on your body and that's it means anyone could do it yeah her body isn't what anyone could do no and so it's really hard when she's saying this is my body from working hard she doesn't say like I've gotten work done too or anything like she never talks about it. None of them None do. None of them do. Um, except for, yeah, okay, I have lip fillers, but here Kylie, you can buy my products. Kylie has said she hasn't gotten lip fillers. Yeah, yeah, she's admitted it by this point. In the past she said she didn't. Yeah. And then everyone's like, No, you've obviously gotten lip fillers and she's like, Yeah, okay, I overdid it. Now I only do this much. And then she came out with her products and obviously like she's a billionaire. Um But what the unrealistic expectation is, is saying this is from working hard. This is what my body naturally looks like. And that's not true. And then it's telling a bunch of these people, wait, but I've been working hard for years and I'm not getting that result. And so it's just so hard because at what point do we, because me and you have openly talked about like, yeah, we'd probably get some work done here and there. Mm-hmm. But then at what I point... I wouldn't get body work. Other than like if it was like boob stuff, which is different. I'm talking about like body work. Because mm-hmm. I think you can you can accomplish almost all of your goals if you work hard enough and you do it long enough. And looking at the bird's papaya, Sarah's Love. stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you guys don't already, which a lot of you probably already know of the Bird's Papaya, just looking at all of her content, I'm like, wow, I, you make me love my body. Yeah. Like so accepting. And, um, like even like, it's so funny because I didn't even know stretch marks were a thing people didn't like. And I've always had stretch marks all of my life and I'm thinner And so, you know, that's not something that I shame myself in because I'm like, what? Because my body grew faster in puberty. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Shame on me. Like, what the heck? Totally. And so um, it's really cool if if you don't already follow the bird's papaya because she just talks about like um, just the other day she posted a video where um, she's wearing like shapewear and then she like flips it down down. yeah she's like nope this is my real body this Mm -hmm. is what it is like she's not trying to hide it yeah and I'm not saying that's for everyone and accepting your body is that easy because it's not and I really wish Chloe touched on that Mm -hmm. all she said is I've been through all this ridicule just because I um have 
like had everything I've wanted doesn't mean like I deserve all of this hate and stuff. And Which it's like, sure, everyone should true. get a life. Oh, like absolutely. leave her alone. But you also signed up for it. I'm also yeah. tired of that. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. It's hard being an actor. No one relates to you. It's hard being famous because nobody gets it. It's like you signed up for it. It's like that's just the reality of life. And I have a really hard time again with that victim mentality, no matter who it is, no matter what you chose. If you're going to complain about the place that you're in, change your place or go to therapy. (laughs) Yeah. This literally makes me like, please talk to a therapist if you're not already because it, it I, I see that she needs a mind shift. The only and way they make money is from their looks, though. She's surrounded, obviously, by Hollywood and mm-hmm. her sisters who have a ton of work done. Like, thank you, Courtney, for looking the same after all these years. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think my main issue with all of it, too, was the reasoning behind it, because obviously I talk about this all the time, but I am passionate about fitness and whatever. But I think every person has a different set of goals. And your goal might not be have a body that looks like a doll. But your goal might be, I want to not, I want to go do this and thank my body for doing this for me. And I want to take care of myself from the inside out so I can be the best for my kids. Like if that's your goal, it doesn't matter what size you are at the end of the day. It's like, and that's the thing too, is her talking about like, well, I work really hard and this is what it looks like. It's like, Chloe, it doesn't matter about what your body looks like. You can't go to the gym and hate how you look because your mind is going to work against that. Um, I think her saddest line in this is, this is an example of how I've been conditioned to feel that I am not beautiful enough just being me. Yeah, which I, I so get So you're that. changing your entire body. But then the thing is, though, then get out of it. Delete your Instagram. You have enough money to live on. Maybe not as much as your sisters. You have enough money to live on. Like the show is ending, but it's like quit it with the shows, delete your Instagram, then quit getting work done and go live your life with your kids. But you're not going to do that because that also is so frustrating to me, not just with her, with anybody. It's like you're going to talk the talk all you want. You're going to be the victim, all these things. Again, not just her. Do something about it then. If you don't like where you're at, then change where you're at because we think you're beautiful and I think that photo was beautiful and I don't even know what you're talking about. So be- I- And even if it wasn't, who cares? Like yeah. there are people in this world that are dealing with real, real true trauma and life, like death, like, and people can't eat. And I'm not trying to, like everybody's got problems. Like right. we all know that. But it's like, Yeah, I just think she has to make a change then. And I think that that is the same for us. Like, we have to stop pretending, not you and me, but just like a general. Like, it is, it does affect us. Social media does affect us. We see the before and after photos. I mean, I do. I see the before and after Mm -hmm. and I go, but I look like the before. So why is there an after? Mm -hmm. And that makes you wonder. But that is about being grounded and asking yourself, why do you want to be on this earth? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to be here to be the prettiest one? Do you want to be here so that somebody says, wow, she's so hot? Like, why are we here and why are we doing what we're doing? Is it literally just to be pretty? Mm-hmm. And that is the culture of the Kardashians and Hollywood and the housewives and all of that. That is that culture. And I mean, you know, we love all that stuff. But I mean, I don't know. It's very triggering for me. <laughs> yeah. 
I think the hardest part with all of that is she feels this way about herself after everything that she's gone through physically, working out super hard, physically getting work done, whatever it is, and she still feels this way about herself. Yeah, that's why she'll never be happy. That's why she literally Mm -hmm. mentally needs to get help. Yeah. And I mean that in the most like concerned for her health way. Mm -hmm. Like we care about you so much more than the fact that you hate your body. We love you just in general and want you to have help, Mm -hmm. which is the saddest thing that that is her comeback. It for me, it goes so much deeper than like, okay, you're showing a bunch of people like not even to be happy with their own bodies after like working out well there are people who look literally can never look like her yeah and she's saying basically how ugly she is exactly so how do you think you're going to make people feel like most people can't have kids and go get work done to get rid of that they're not aware Mm -hmm. of the content they're putting out in the world and how it is affecting people because they're all stuck in their own world yeah that's hurting people Mm -hmm. I wish that they could hear this and hear people say like you're hurting me more Mm. than you might be hurting yourself I know but and then the the other side of that too is is I think they do kind of know I think people are aware and I think they choose to stifle that down and then they just do it anyway just do what they want I yeah and do what they want you do you that's this culture you do you and that's what she even said in her thing like whatever you want to do you do you And I don't agree with that. I'm sick of this selfish culture that Mm -hmm. only thinks of me. I'm going to do me. I don't care about you. Or this is my truth. Yeah, this This is my truth. This is my truth. I'm like, so you could basically say whatever you want because that's your truth. I mean, we can get down so (laughs) deep, but take that as it is. I don't believe that one single bit. No, there are truths in this world, whether you want to believe them or you don't. And again, we're not sitting here saying we wouldn't like do. I've thought about Botox or fillers or whatever. Oh, absolutely. But then you do really get down to the heart of it and you go like, just always ask yourself why, Mm -hmm. why am I doing this? And, and how would it affect other people? And if you're going to do it, who are you doing it for? Right. Well, and you better, like, you better know if I'm ever doing it, I'm filming it and posting it on my Instagram. So everybody knows. And that's the thing too. If they all posted, if every person in Hollywood posted exactly what they got done, I would be like more power to you. Oh yeah. Cause you're being honest, but people don't think it's real. I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with girls who are already struggling that look at a photo and go, can you imagine what it'd be like to look like that? And then I go, give me 10 seconds. And then I find their before <laughs> photo. I mean, how many times have I done that? Because oh, yeah, you like, do that with me all the time. Because I'm like, this is and not honestly, real. That's always hard for me to believe. I mean, you just posted that on your Instagram story. And I'm like, I mean, everyone. But yeah, it is almost everyone. Being Even in people this you industry, don't know yeah. are getting work done. <laughs> I mean, being in this industry, I'm not going to say a blank. I don't believe in blanket statements. I'm not going to say 100% of people. But again, like this kind of goes back to even what we were talking about last week. Of That's why I love like Emma Stone, which or she might have worked on. I don't know. But like the people that are embracing their true uniqueness and their identities and they're not falling into this weird. Like when you go to L.A., they Everyone all look the, the same. same and it's, it's weird creepy. because why do we want that like my favorite thing is different why types do of, we want that? i don't know and who who 
set the standard for beauty for our generation is it kim kardashian no literally it's the kardashians it's the contour small nose big waist that isn't real and that can't be real you cannot look like that yeah so again i'm not sitting here knocking on the kardashians like i've watched all of them and what i was gonna say what was so funny is i saw a video yesterday of her trying to learn a tiktok literally this is her exact line i was dying she goes so today i'm kind of freaking out because addison is gonna teach me a tiktok and i'm like that was the premise of the episode and i watched it i'm like we have to just we have to admire these people i'm like i watch their show because i'm dying laughing not has nothing to do with how they look so i wish they would just know that and they would lean into that because they're ridiculous people but it's like i don't know i just i just wish that we could not just use our platform but like have this world be a place where it's about what you do it's not how you look and it's about who you are it's and and it's not even about what you say it's literally about what you do here's the thing who do you look up to the most like for like what for like who's a person you would like to be Mm, well like in business or like in life either or like my faith or like in business the skinny confidential and has nothing to do with how she looks even though she's beautiful Mm -hmm. and then in my life it would be my she's kind of like a mentor her name's sue and she's just like a faith mentor for me Mm -hmm. yeah she's nothing do you think about like well and she looks this way so i really want to look like her no yeah so i'm guessing like you in life like you just want to embody Sue like as a person. I yeah. guess like as a person, yeah. not business wise, as a person. Mm-hmm. And is Sue a supermodel? No. Yeah. And so that's where I'm like, why are we putting these people on a pedestal just mm-hmm. because of how they look? Because they make money from it. And that is the bottom line is that is the new world we live in. We were talking about Addison Ray, which good for her girl you got 30 million followers i do not get that but like good for you instagram no way Mm -hmm. whoa yeah and i mean you know you look at these girls which i actually appreciate charlie d'amelio because she doesn't even wear like a lot of makeup or anything not that there's anything wrong with that she's just very natural um so cute but well family her and dixie i know i love them but it is the the bottom line is that is how you're making money now i mean gary v even says that he said if he could come back in life as anybody it'd be a hot girl because he knows (laughs) because you put yourself up I mean you can go one of two ways you can be into fashion and be beautiful get a ton of followers and make money you can be half naked and post photos and get a ton of money and that's just how it is now that's just so weird I know because but that's the thing is we can break through that one person at a time because we're only seeing what people are posting we're not seeing the people that don't even have social media or the people who are actually going out into the world and making a difference we're seeing what's on this tiny little screen in front of us and we're going that's what success is that face that body and that makes me want to delete my Instagram because I'm like I would love for people to have nowhere to go to see who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I show up. Mm-hmm. And that thing just we have sounds a so invigorating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, good. You can't yeah. see my face yeah. other than our cover photo. Yeah. But other than that, like the but, fact that you have no pre, like existing ideas yeah, about exactly. you. But also 
on the flip side of that, you can use that as an empowering way to be like, I'm going to be my real self. And you always do. And you're very natural with how you are. And that's one, like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know that I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. I know I'm pretty. I'm going to accept that. I'm going to pull that. I have issues admitting that, but I'm not going to diminish myself for other people. Mm -hmm. I've learned to embody just who I am that's the reality that's okay Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I look like a Kardashian I'm not saying happy you don't (laughs) I mean me too yeah I'm not saying I have a perfect body but I love myself I love how I look Mm -hmm. obviously not every single day if you listen to any episode while I was pregnant I'm so sorry um my big boob phase wow that was unfortunate um everyone's like wait I need to go back yeah Yeah, go back and listen um and that's the thing I love about social media and that I've been able to do as uncomfortable as it probably makes other people feel is like hey this is what I look like and I have gone through depression I've gone through anxiety still have it I still have bouts of it but I've gone through like deep dark times and that's because it doesn't matter who it happens to. Anxiety isn't like, well, they look a certain way, so I'm going to jump on them. Mm-hmm. It literally happens to anyone. Yeah. No, it's it's so true. And that's why we really wish that Chloe used her platform because she can amplify that voice. Yeah, she could have helped like, a lot of people. This is the real feminism. It doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah, and the thing is, is also, again, if we're going to play devil's advocate like we do, in this world, it does matter what you look like. And I think that that is the hardest part, is to a certain extent, it is easier to look like the Kardashians. It's easier to look a certain way because you get certain things. Now, for us, we're not living for this world. Mm -hmm. I'm living for what comes after this. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard. Like, this world is a sinful evil mm-hmm. terrible place mm-hmm. Amen. but it can also be a very beautiful place if we use it in the right way yes and i think god has given us these things but god does talk about beauty in the bible esther was beautiful found favor in the king and literally saved her entire people from genocide so the lord does give beauty but it's how are we going to use that beauty? Are we going to use our beauty to have charisma so we can talk to a ton of people on a podcast <laughs> so that we can amplify these truths that we feel? Oh, yeah. Know? And I think that's a really cool thing that I think Amber Danae, who we had on the podcast a few weeks ago, uh-huh. that she gets to use yeah. as like she looks beautiful and she gets oh, yeah. to draw so many people in and uh-huh. bring them to the Lord in that way. Mm-hmm. She's actually using her beauty to show people what the Lord can do. Uh-huh. That's amazing. It, it is amazing. And that's the thing. God, you're so right. God loves beauty. There's beauty in literally every little thing in this world. Uh-huh. There's beauty in the temple, in the tabernacle that mm-hmm. he made, which was a representation of the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. which was a perfect place. And everything was made so perfectly. Mm-hmm. I mean, God is a God of symmetry. He loves symmetry. He yeah. loves making things beautiful. And here's the thing. The symmetry Whether challenge. you know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> did not pass. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even try. Here's the thing. I know. I'm like, I already know one size wonk here. Um, here is the thing. When God made us, he made us in his image. 
therefore everything he has made mm-hmm. is beautiful mm-hmm. yeah. you have i'm speaking to you as the listeners you've literally been made by the god who made everything mm-hmm. and he intentionally made you to look like the way that you are mm-hmm. and i hope that you can find peace in that yeah yeah and i and i <laughs> you like want me to drop my mic and be done with the episode <laughs> you're like come on um no and and i think too it's like we like you said it's like everybody looks a certain way for a reason and everybody has a certain personality for a reason but that's also why I am so passionate about taking care of your body too and treating Mm -hmm. your body like a temple because we literally were formed by God's hand and we are here to take care of that and of course I'll eat a couple double stuff Oreos I mean naturally I have two two a day before my lunch that's not that bad I know um but it it is one of those things where it's like I think that is where you have to like everything can kind of run together but at the end of the day it's like take care of yourself love yourself and sure put makeup on make yourself look pretty if you're a dude work out have skincare like take care of yourself but but know that like if somebody only likes you excuse me if somebody only likes you because of how you look and you're in a certain group of people or a crowd of people you're popular because of how you look it's not going to get you anywhere I promise like you want to be with the people that love you for your heart that you can look your worst self with like me eating cinnamon donuts with a towel with no makeup on and Lisa taking a photo that's what I have on you oh no shoot (laughs) she always tells me she's seen me at my worst now and I'm like yeah that's true (laughs) but it's like you want those people in your life where you go it doesn't matter if I'm like a 10 out of 10 today or if I'm literally a negative 50 because or never a 10 out of 10 speak for yourself I am (laughs) (laughs) but anyway I think you guys get what we're saying and I think that we just need to create a culture where it's maybe not even like the let's delete social media. Let's pretend like none of this exists. But like let's use these platforms and these screens and these things to say this is who I am and this is why I am the way that I am and like accept it or don't. And if you don't, bye. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's good. Yeah. I say we ended on that. Okay. I feel like I need to like take a nap and I'm also kind of sweaty. <laughs> I know I got really hot towards the end there I when I was preaching. <laughs> well, um, if you guys haven't yet and you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous episodes, if you could subscribe, rate and review, it really helps us out because obviously we want to amplify voices. So you like need to give us reviews. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Salt Paper Podcast and follow us personally at Olivia Crin and at Lisa Brosser. And I think that's it. So it's always better when Salt and Pepper come, come together. together. Bye. Bye Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.